All right. Well, good evening, everybody. Sorry for the slightly late start. Stefan Molyneux from Free Domain. It's Friday. It's Friday. And we're going early for the sake of the European listeners who just don't seem to want to stay up until 4 o'clock in the morning to get their daily dose of philosophy. I don't know why, man. You all stormed the beaches in D-Day, but I'm just kidding. I, I wouldn't either. So uh, thanks, James, of course, for setting this up. Uh, I guess we want to get our introduction to the caller and the question for this evening. And I will be keeping my eye, of course, on the chat for comments, suggestions, issues, and uh, all that kind of stuff. So without further ado, all ears. All right. So tonight, our caller writes in. First, it seemed like my brother's girlfriend was stealing him away from the family. They rarely come to family events now, setting excuses like COVID, etc. Conversation is minimal. Then, it seemed my parents do absolutely nothing to try to help the situation, to the extent that they would rather upset anyone else but him. I try to organize things and try to get everyone together to see if that gap can be healed, but no one wants to play ball. I've given up trying and don't really trust any of them anymore. If you'll forgive the emotion in, all, in this, it's all very confusing. I feel the only thing to do is to just try to spend less time with them all, despite it being the opposite to what I want. Well, thanks, of course, for joining. Uh, you can speak now. Is there anything? I'm sure there is a bunch that you want to add to all of this. Um. Yes, it kind of sounds sounds worse when James uh, James says it. But um, well, if it's not bad, uh, we have lots of people with bad stuff. It, I'm not saying make it bad, it, but I assume it's bad enough it, to to write in, right? It, well, yeah. I mean, I was I was sort of thinking sort of um, that it was uh, yeah, it's not not as uh, uh, yeah, not as bad as, as some of the calls that I've listened to. But 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 essentially, uh, yeah, it it just uh, it, it sort of feels like. Um, I'm kind of losing my brother, uh, in a sense, uh, as as sort of James explained. Um, I'm not really sure where you want me to start. Well, it's your story. So do you want to yeah. start with uh, history of your brother, history of your family, before we get to the girlfriend? Um, uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, my brother, uh, I'm... Do you want ages? I, I don't really know where. I Just age know ranges is fine. Like you know, early yeah. mid twenties, okay, you yeah. know, whatever so, it is, right? Yeah. So, so we're both in our thirties uh, now, uh, early thirties. Um, um, uh, I. Um, we both live All right, in the UK, dude. But dude, he, I, I hate to, yeah. I hate to interrupt you, but you're going to err and almost completely into obscurity at this point. Um, yeah. It, yeah. It, how are you feeling yeah. about the conversation? If you hate being here, because what's coming across is, uh, well, I, uh, uh, um, and I'm not trying to be critical, right? Like you're not a public speaker yeah. kind of guy. So I'm not trying to be negative or critical or, or hostile at all, but we're going to have to try and deal with this up front because it's going to drive me yeah. slowly yeah. insane over the course of the conversation. If it takes you like 20 seconds to get half a sentence out. So is there yeah. some, some resistance you have to calling or, or something that you don't want to, do some real topic that you want to avoid uh, because uh, I just have no, to be no, sort no, of cognizant no, no, of my sanity and the listener's sanity too. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I understand. Um, uh, I, I, I'm, what I want to say is that the my, my family is, I thought, relatively sort of uh, normal, I suppose. Um, and uh, there's nothing particularly, I don't think, interesting about the family history that was worth mentioning. So it's my brother went off to university. Yeah, we both went off to university. I sort of, I 
moved to a town and he moved to a different town. He he's remained at university for uh, so he did undergrad and and now he's doing a PhD. So he's been, and now he's working at the university. So he's sort of uh, uh, probably uh, probably about spent about you know something nearly like sort of nearly two decades at school or something you would say. Um, and um, I think he's had one one girlfriend before, uh, and she was sort of like pretty much didn't speak to him or didn't go out with him at all. Uh, and now this one is almost a hundred hundred and eighty degrees the opposite. Uh, almost won't let him out of her sight. Uh, Wait, so is it, do you think it's, is it insecurity on her part? I mean, she won't let him out of his, does she feel that, sorry, now I'm stalling all over the place. Okay, let me, so this is the thoughts that I had about it. I'll give you a general framework, which may or may not have anything to do with what's going on, but I feel it does. So, you know, I'll just go with yeah. my gut. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so if a man who's a seven dates a woman who's a nine, he has simp characteristics usually right like he feels she's too good for me and then she has all the power in the relationship and in general that the harder the man pursues like why is it that women try to get men to pursue them so hard well you know vanity and you can say oh but why would nature wire that way because the more the man pursues the woman the more power and control she has in the relationship now if she likes him back then hopefully she uses that power wisely but uh, so so if he's chasing her and she says, yeah. I don't want to see your family. He feels too insecure to assert himself. In other words, if he's a seven, she's a nine, or he's a five, she's a seven, whatever it is, right? Now, on the other hand, if she's really trading up, then she may want to isolate him. So let's say she's a seven and he's a nine. Then she may want to isolate him so that he can't compare her against other women and realize yeah. his true sexual market value. Yeah. Because if he realizes his true sexual market value, he'll dump her. So she may be isolating him based upon that sort of stuff. So, uh, you know, my guess would be that there's a disparity in their level of attraction or sexual market value as a whole. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. if that's not the case, we can pursue another course. But that's my first thought. Uh, it's def uh, I personally would say it was the second of those two, uh, those two options. Oh, um, so she's like lower in sexual market value than he is? Well, Yes, I, I, you know, he, he's not. You know, I'm not going to say he's a bad. You know, he's a good-looking guy. He's, um, you know, he's he's quite tall. He's, you know, he used to play rugby. Used to do a lot of swimming. Um, you know, he keeps him. You know, he used to be in a band as well. So you know, all that. Um, but then at university, he seems to have just sort of caved in on himself. And actually, he met this girl on um, Bumble. I don't know if you've heard of this app. Um, well, technically, I'd be married for twenty years, so assume I know nothing about any dating apps. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Uh, but essentially, I, I, well, the way I understand it, I, I actually, uh, the way I understand it is that the woman is supposed to take the lead in asking the guy out, uh, which, uh, yeah, kind of, which seems good in the short run, but is not always good in yeah. the long run. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so I, I, you know, for what what I know about this kind of stuff, uh, purely from listening to you would would assume that it's the second of those two options um and that she essentially you know she gets she gets very upset about almost any you know it's like anyone who disagrees with her it's like it becomes like this sort of hurricane of um sort of uh aggra you know, aggressive sort of arguing she used the book we, we had the yeah yeah essentially and and um the way he speaks is like it's almost like he's now a medium, like he, she's speaking through him. Like I'm, I'm actually going to visit him tomorrow, and it's like I'm getting all this stuff about 
what do you want to do? I was like, well, I'm visiting you. You, you know, this is your town. Um, uh, oh, okay. You know, it's, it's sort of, yeah. So she's uh, kind of inhabiting his personality, is that right? Uh, it feels that way, yeah. Yeah, listen, I mean, we're, we're all guessing, <laughs> groping in the dark, maybe not quite as much as your brother, but uh, so we'll have to just sort of puzzle <laughs> things out as, as we go along. But, um, yes. and uh, have you met her before? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so in t- look, sexual market value, your brother sounds very high, right? Very well educated, got a steady job. And, you know, summer's off is a big deal, right? It's one, I meant, made this case years ago, right? Um, why is it that women uh, so infest the, the government schooling uh, standard, right? Or, or government teachers, right? Because a woman who has summers off has very high sexual market value. Because if she has summers off, it means that the husband doesn't have to scramble to figure out what to do with the kids over the summer because she can just stay home. I mean, I remember when when I, I was young, I would take my well, my so my daughter was young, I'd take her to parks and stuff like that. And there'd be lots of women out there, very smug, like, oh, it's wonderful, two and a half months off in the summer. Oh, it's just so lovely, you know, all of that. And of course, the parents, if you if you've got two people who work, it's real rough um, because. What do you do with uh, with your kids over yeah. the course of the summer? And so your your brother has got like what three or four months off in the summer, uh, and uh, you know he he he's got a very flexible schedule because you know when when you're teaching, I know it's a little more down the road, like it's a little, a little tougher earlier. But when you're teaching, of course, you really only have to teach maybe ten hours a week, maybe fifteen hours a week. There's some prep, and I get all of that. But he's he's got a very flexible schedule. He's got. Uh, pension. Uh, he's got, I assume, extra healthcare benefits. I know it's the UK, so health and dental is mostly covered. But he's just going to have great, great pension, and also he's going to get time off every couple of years, and and you know sabbaticals and stuff like that. So he's very high sexual market value. I don't just mean like good looking, although he's good looking, and he's got social skills yeah. from from sports give you a lot of social skills. So sorry, I know I'm talking yeah. a lot, but I'm just so he seems to me very high sexual market value. Like he should have his pick of the litter, so to speak. And I guess what's her story relative to that? Uh, just one thing. So he, his his job is not he, although his jobs at the university, he's only it's like a one year contract. It, you know, to be honest, uh, I think they're actually kind of messing with him because he he's you know he's a he's materials uh, materials engineer. Uh, yeah, so it's science, sort of science. I'm sorry, what engineer? Research for uh, materials and materials engineering. That's the is the profession or profession, but you know, degree. I mean, all all engineering involves materials. I'm just wondering if you could break that down yeah, for me yeah. a little. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so he spends a lot of time looking at uh, different um, uh, ceramics and um, st- steels, I think, through microscopes and uh, you know establishing which ones are good for. Oh, like tensile strengths and okay. Yeah, okay. exactly, exactly that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, but but so so yeah, he's, he's very yeah, he's very 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 scientific based, and he does a lot of sort of work around that. But his it's always given the impression that he doesn't really want to look for a you know what what you know, a proper job you know whatever we call him out but you but you know I mean like a nine to five or no oh, but he's he's gone a... flaccid as you say like twenty years in yeah, school yeah, yeah. I mean he's got yeah. he's got no free market spine probably left at all right yeah 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 and um and uh, so so when you're talking about you know uh, sexual market value I think in 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 that sense he obviously has almost no confidence whatsoever that he can stand on his own two feet, I think. No, but he's, he's, I mean, he's employable in most yeah. areas, most places, right? 
and and he's got he a doctorate, yeah. which is you know if if a wife a wife gets like a clitoral thrill introducing her husband as doctor so and so, it just gives them a thrill, and uh, so yeah. th- there is that, and of course you know he he could um, uh, end up as a tenured professor or whatever it is, right? He could yeah. do something in a pretty pretty. The sky's the limit, I guess, as far as his potential goes. However, he materializes is, is another thing. So let's talk a little bit more about her. What's her story in history? Where did yeah. they meet? And um, She is originally from Greece. Um, she is... Oh, marry her. Uh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> okay. sorry. I may be giving away my wife's <laughs> background. Um, I may. I may be. I'm not sure. Marry her! Wait, sorry. Sorry. That's me being possessed Very by my good. wife. Sorry, go ahead. So I'll give him that advice. Wait, do you mean Greek background um, or born in Greece? No, no, I was born in Greece. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. She, she, um, she moved to the country five years ago, maybe. I, I don't know exactly, but um, sorry, how many a, years ago, she, roughly? Uh, four or five years ago. Okay. I think. For university, essentially, um, and um, she's about the same age as him. Uh, she works in a medical. Regulation, regulation, administration type thing, uh, like so a government thing. All about. Well, yeah, it's it's a pri- it's a private company, but 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 I yeah, I think it works quite closely with you know, regulators and. Is it like to? Through. Is it like a consulting company to inform companies about particular government regulations or something like that? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's about uh, um, uh, labels on bottles of pills and things like that. I think. Yeah, but they're all pretty close to the circle of government power. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out, which may not be the greatest thing in the long run, yeah. but, you know, that's what it is at the moment. Yeah. She, okay, she's, so um, where did they meet and, and how long have they been going out and all? And what do you know about their relationship? Yeah, sure. So uh, they've been going, about, about, going out about two years uh, at this point. Um, they met, as I said, on an on internet app called Bumble, which, you know, she made the first move, blah, blah, blah. They went on a date and um and you know yeah the 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 rest of the story sort of goes on but um yeah um so um yeah i lost my train of thought dude i know you're british but you're really i'm trying to live (laughs) off crumbs here you know, yeah, I know. they met two uh, years ago sorry. and the rest is history. Yeah, it's yeah. like, if you want me to yeah, help, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you go to the sure. doctor and say something yeah. hurts somewhere? Where? Yeah. Okay. Somewhere. Sure. Uh, sure. So, sure. you know, feel free. I know I know you're British, but cough up yeah. a few more fur balls of info so I can spread them out on the platter. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, they've been, go- they've been going out two years. Um, when I first met her, she seemed sort of OK. And then it was uh, it, it became um like when when they when they come to family events it would be we are we ask him a question or ask them a question i guess and she would be she would she's the one who answers uh she she gives the answers to all the questions about you know what's going on and whatever um and then more recently they've become very you know as as covid sort of and the lockdowns happened over here uh they were very much about yeah we can't we can't come and see you because we don't feel comfortable, even though, you know, in many cases, the lockdowns have actually uh, finished last year, for example, in the summer. Um, um, which I suppose you can sort of grant to them since it was it's a virus situation. Um, I'm sorry, is your brother a hypochondriac or something like that? No, uh, no, no, he's not. He was never before. So um, you, you, you keep saying you can grant to them, and we're going to need to yeah. differentiate the two, right? 
I mean, yeah, if, if do you think that, I mean, I assume you'd have some kind of private conversations with your brother. Did he show this fear uh, of transmission uh, and so on? No, it feels like it's her speaking through him again. I, uh, when, you, when you try to speak to him about it uh, and potentially criticize or, yeah, criticize. Or question, right? Saying, a question, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, it, it's like, you know, you, you don't have any authority to talk on this because you're not a scientist, blah, blah, blah. I don't um, have a permission slip, right? Yeah, pretty much. Right. Um, it's, like if it's, I need yeah, to it, buy, very... if I need to go and buy a new notebook, I actually have to, I have to have a, a note from my wife now. Right, because she's like, "Why on earth do you need a new notebook or a new tablet?" It's like, "But this one has this feature, which I kind of need." <laughs> anyway, no, she's fine with it. But okay, so sure. so he, I guess the relationship has been from before COVID, and the we can't see anyone is you think is mostly yeah. coming from her. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, it's 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 very much like they go on holiday together, but they won't sort of say. You know, come with, yeah. Wait, I'm sorry, they go so, on holiday together? Yeah, no. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> we can't yeah. see anyone. I mean, yeah. strangers, yes. Yes. But fine. not, we can um, go on a plane, uh, we can yeah. go to the airport, we can go to some indifferently cleaned pensione, <laughs> but we can't see, fa- I mean, come on, seriously? Yeah, seriously, yeah. Um, so that's bullshit, this- right? Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, no, um, no, no. Then, of course, yet because you didn't. Pre- I mean, you you know the story. I don't, right? So yes, you yeah, tell yeah. me, like, she's all worried about seeing people, and then you mentioned they go on holiday together. Uh, I assume they're not going to like camp out in a bus shelter in the Outer Hebrides, like I did at the age of eight uh, in some god awful trip. But they're going to like some relatively crowded like resorts and so on. They went to Greece um, to visit her parents her mum and her dad separately um and they went down to cornwall which um is sort of in the uk obviously Um, i'm looking over the white cliffs of dover okay anyway go ahead (laughs) um which is relatively you know it's relatively uh i mean there's not many people there but they do go out when they're there so it isn't yeah it's they are it's pretty touristy though right cornwall is beautiful by the way if anyone gets a chance to go to cornwall uh, as you know, I grew up in the UK, went to Cornwall a couple of times. Absolutely stunning. Uh, it's just beautiful. So if you get a chance to go. Yeah. So so they got in a plane and went to go and visit her family, but they can't visit your family. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Did you point that, this out to your brother? To um, it, you never really get that far. Wait, what? Um, it's like, you know... He doesn't talk. A, this is what I mean. Like it feels feels like I barely knew him now. So it's, it's having that kind of conversation. It's like you know, it's almost like sort of, uh, you know, he, 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 he even when he's even when he's here, even when he came round for his birthday, he barely said anything to anyone, and it was very you know, even when it when it was, it was sort of in a group situation where she essentially answered almost on his behalf. Uh, but but having having a one on one chat with him is actually very difficult now. Unless you phone him directly, uh, and then and you can sort of hear hear her sort of reviewing the answers in the background. Um, but um, yeah, uh, it, so so to be honest, uh, never got to that stage. So difficult to difficult. To, so are um, you saying that for two years? I'm not. I'm incredulity is not saying you're wrong. I'm just incredulous, like shocking. Uh, so for two years, you've not had much of a any any kind of real chat with your brother. <laughs> 
Yeah, literally, yeah. Okay, so tell me a little bit about his first girlfriend before we bounce forward in this one. You said the girl who barely talked to him. I'd like to know a little more about that odd situation. Yeah, well, I'm going to be honest, I don't know a huge amount about it, but what I do know is that they were going out for about four or five years. Um, it was his, you know, his first ever girlfriend. Uh, this, was prob- this was probably... Uh, they probably broke up about three-ish years ago, probably. Um, and she so they were seeing each other i don't think she ever sort of said they were formally boyfriend and girlfriend but they would they would sort of go on holiday together uh but then she'd go off she you know eventually what ended it was she went to vietnam wait she'd go off cheat did you say <laughs> no 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 uh she she went off to uh vietnam to uh i don't know travel or something without him and he would be waiting for her back here uh and then she would come back um and be uh, sort of like, yo, I don't, I don't really want to see you because I'm tired or whatever. And uh, he would be sort of standing there, sort of, I don't know, just kind of moping around, basically. There, there were many occasions where he would drive down to where she used to, you know, this is when, when we were all living at home, uh, my mum and dad's house. Uh, she would drive home, uh, sorry, he would drive over to her house, sorry, um, and then come back, uh, like, and, and, it would be like, yeah, what was what's going on? Yeah, what's up? And it'd be like, well, she doesn't want to, she doesn't want me to stay around because she's tired or whatever, and she's seeing her sister, and uh, you know, a bunch of other sort of excuses. Um, so it was almost, it's so it's like, you know, she she obviously didn't really want to be with him, but for some reason, this was a, a relationship, uh, in theory, that lasted for five years, and then she essentially towards but the did end. Did she of five see years, it? Did go, she see other men? She must have. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm sorry, you were about to say something else before I rudely interrupted. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's fine. Um, she essentially, after the you know, the, at the five year mark, sort of like essentially ghosted him. Uh, essentially went off traveling, and never never responded to. I mean, I'm laughing, but it's horrific. But uh, never responded to any of his messages, and never responded to his emails, and that was that was about it, really. It was just sort of ended. Well, I mean, um, that was entirely predictable because she had no respect for him anyway, right? Um, yes, I guess. And right. now this one seems to be the complete sort of hundred percent opposite, and I can sort of see where he doesn't really have much experience in. Oh this God, area. no! He's pitiful and compliant in both relationships. How is this any different? Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so are you are you really going to tell me this has nothing to do with your mom and dad? Like, there's no template, no history. Your dad, like, is a dominant masculine presence in the family. Come on, I mean, there's there's no way, there's no way. Um, you know, it had to cross my mind. Yeah. <laughs> are you really uh, going to make mean, me? Are you well, really going to go make me go yeah, in there yeah, with pliers well, to get these teeth out, or what? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Well, well, okay, yes, yes, he, yes, he is. Yes, um, but but um. So yeah, he so he yeah he's 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 a dominant member of the family, but at the same time, my mom is he he, he has my my family have this communication problem, which I've noticed where they uh, they they sort of say yes, but they mean no. They think and they expect you to know that they mean no. Uh, so um, it, it's it, it, almost like every every sort of argument that you have, your know, argument in the sense of having a debate about something, will become this situation where somebody will get really angry, and that's that's the sort of signal that we, we should stop talking about this now and never talk about it ever again. Um, I've not, I've, um, I did the, um, 
adverse childhood experience uh, test and whatever. But uh, my my parents have never it's never been sort of a it's it's never been a regular thing, but it, but it's more of a uh, perhaps a um, every so often some of these things would come up. Not not necessarily the violence, although my dad has been sort of threatening to me about uh, around the age of 15, 16, 17. That was a particularly bad period, which I remember very vividly. Um, but I, I don't remember it happening to my brother um, so much. Um, so I'm assuming, I'm assuming, you know, it, it, what you're saying is it's, I don't want to, he doesn't want to uh, show, show his honesty in case it ends up in some kind of argument or row. And he's been sort of, trained through family experience that well if the family yeah if your family is conflict avoidant it means that there's a lack of trust and a lack of bonding the conflict and bonding are exactly the same thing conflict and bonding are exactly the same thing so um i mean so look at the sort of gentle conflict that you and i have had over the course of this conversation right I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but I mean, you know, I've I've asked for a few things in a, in a fairly positive way, like things that I need more information, less um or that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So I am completely confident that you and I can have a productive conversation. I'm completely confident that you're not going to, you know, call me an asshole and, and hang up. You might, you might, <laughs> but I don't think so because I'm. I, I think that you understand that I'm. I'm going to work my very best, as I always do, to try and give you as much useful philosophical help as humanly possible. And uh, obviously, if you've listened to the show a bunch, you know I'm pretty good, pretty good at this kind of stuff. So, so I'm I'm willing to say, you know, in, in a hopefully positive way. And I listen. I mean, you can tell me if you have, but I don't think you felt like humiliated or shamed or 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 anything like that in in me saying I need more or you know please get your thoughts out more concisely or something like that. Right? Is that fair to say? Yeah, that's it's a fair comment. Yeah, I was blundering around and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I'm sort of, I say what it is that I want or what it is that I feel that I need. Now, I'm not saying that because it's something I want for myself. It's because if I want to help you, I, I, and I do, right? If I'm if I am to help you, then I need more information in a less distracting manner because the our arms is, is very distracting and it's hard to follow the thread and then I end up kind of spacing out a little. <laughs> you know, I'm 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 telling you what I need to help you the most. And because I'm coming from a place where I need things from you to help you the most, it's not a negative thing for me to ask. If that makes yeah. sense. Like like if if you've if your car is broken down and you need petrol, right? And let's say you need an 89 grade and and then and then you say and I say, "Hey man, I'm happy to get you some petrol." And you say, "Oh, be sure to get the 89 grade." I'll be like, "Yeah, cuz I actually want to help you, so I don't want to get you petrol you can't use or diesel or or whatever it is, right?" So yeah, because I'm 100%. coming from a place where I really, really want to help you, then you're not going to feel bad when I tell you what I need to help you because you also want to be helped, right? And I'm telling you what I need to help you. You, you want to be helped. And so, you know, this will be a, a good thing. So in your family, the question is, why is there the conflict avoidance? Now, conflict avoidance generally is, I'm trying to think of a good analogy, um, so, oh, I know. You, you ever walk in the country? Yeah. Okay. You walk in the country. Maybe it's been raining, and there's a giant, a, a big puddle across the across the path or the the hike the, the 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 hiking trail or whatever it is, right? 
and you can't really jump across it. So what you do, of course, is you get a stick and you probe it or you put your toe in it because you don't want to step and find it some big giant thing that goes up to your knees or something like because then you've got soggy hiking shoes all the way and it's no fun, right? So there's a test, right? There's a testing of things when you are moving forward. If you've ever walked on ice, right? I mean, you 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 want to test it. You want to jump on the ice. You want to put your foot and lean in a little, see if it cracks, that kind of thing, right? And so th- this testing phenomenon is what occurs in in relationships. So when I I asked you at the beginning, could you like you know clean up some of the ears and arms to make sure I can get the information in a, a timely fashion? That's also because I want the conversation to help the audience. And if there's too much stumbling around, then the audience is going to turn it off and they don't get the value of our conversation and all that kind of stuff, right? So I'll, I'm, I'm testing the waters there. So what I'm doing is I'm saying, listen, could you, you know, fix this for me, please, before I go insane? And I'm not blaming you for it. I'm not mad at you. I'm just saying this is something, you know, I do this, you don't, right, for a living, right? So that's, that's a different matter. So I'm putting a test there out to say, can you take some feedback that's for the benefit of the conversation and that is going to ultimately get you what you want, which is like you know, the maximum help for me since that's what you want. So that's me testing. And then there was a couple of other things. And so I'm, I'm testing to see, can I correct you with what I need, which is also incidentally what you want to need. And I think the answer to that has been, and it's, it's kind of funny how these conversations work, right? Because now we actually have an empirical immediate example of the issue that's kind of plaguing your family. So why would I not have said the things that I've said, like I need more information and uh, I don't want to come in there and pull teeth and, and you know, please clean up, yeah. clean up the ears and arms. Why would I not have said that to you? Or what would be my motivation for not saying that to you, for just shutting up and crossing my fingers and hoping for the best? Maybe rolling my eyes because we're not on video, but, but that. Like, why would I not say that stuff? Well, I'd assume either you expect me to just kind of like... I don't know, go off in a half and leave the call or um, I don't know, to get angry or something, I guess. Right. Or overcomply. Yeah. Or it would be like an overcompliance because, look, I mean, obviously there's a very big risk when I say, stop being nervous and being concise. What are some people going to do <laughs> to get more nervous and, yeah. and more assembly? And it just goes downward from yeah. there, right? But uh, yeah, so it would be because, so I would test the waters and see, okay, can I can I get some coaching across? And and of course, you know, if there's anything that I'm doing uh, that you want me to change, please, by all means, let me know. It's a two-way street, of course. But it would be because I didn't trust you to be able to handle any kind of feedback. And I know that there's a risk in correcting someone, so to speak. I know there's a risk in being assertive. But there's a But that's a possible risk, right? The certain risk is yeah. I can't help you as much. And people won't listen to, obviously, I think it's going to be a very important conversation, right? There's a reason you got to the front of the queue at this point, because I think this is very, very important conversation. So so what in your family? So it's one of two things. Either it's been tried and it's failed, or it's never been tried because it's assume, assume it will fail. And along with all of that, there's not enough caring for the other person, right? I care about helping you, obviously care about you, care about helping you to the point where I want to remove the things that are in the way of me helping you, like a lack of information or too many errors, that kind of thing, right? So because I yeah. care about you, I'll like I'll take the risk of correcting you and maybe making you more nervous or whatever it is, in which case we would just talk about that and, and deal with that and then move on. And that would probably be part of the whole conversation, right? But because I care about you enough, I want to remove what's going on uh, that's interfering with my capacity to act in a you know, helpful, caring manner. And and you, to your very great credit, are caring about your brother to want to 
remove any impediments that is, is occurring, or rather the Greek impediment that is occurring in your relationship with him, right? So with regards yeah. to your family, this conflict avoidance, right? Was it? Do you remember it yeah. being tried and failed, or it was simply assumed that it would fail? And why isn't there, I would assume, enough caring to say, I've got to take the risk because otherwise it's, you know, we don't really have much of a relationship if all we're doing is avoiding. Um, when Sorry, that's a lot of questions. So whatever you want to filter down on, I'm happy to hear. Sure. Uh, between me and my brother, I I have thought about this quite a lot. And I've sort of back, back through the history of the, where, where we've been together and talked about stuff. It's always been we would be talking about something which my mum and dad didn't understand. Well, yeah, whether it be, you know, like whatever it is, like a TV program, like a video game or whatever. And they would tell us to shut, shut up because we're just talking about nonsense. Um, and, uh, and uh, you know, not, not as aggressively as that, but, you know, like, you know, more like, you know, just talk about sensible things. Pipe down? Um, like, I mean, what, what kind of Britishisms are we talking here? Children should be seen and not heard. What, what? <laughs> no, no, it's, it was more like the topic of the conversation. It was like, you know, we're, we're talking about, I, I remember a very specific time where we were sort of in the back of the car, uh, you know, we're sort of like, you know, 19, 20, you know, years old. Um, talking about, you know, he's, he was talking about wind turbines or something like that. I thought, I thought it was really interesting at the time inexplicably winter um, lines? and um winter wind, wind turbines yeah like yeah just just some just some like really niche scientific thing he was talking about okay and um and, yeah mum and dad obviously yeah not on the same page um and they realized that we were having a sort of quite quite energized discussion about it not not aggressively or arguing or whatever uh yeah we're not angrily and um they sort of told us to, to stop stop talking about it because it's kind of like shut up you, know, you boring little twats Sorry, I don't know how yeah, it would come across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, literally, yeah, it, it is. I mean, not, not, you know, without the, without, without the sort of, um, yeah, without the twats, I guess. The vulgarity, but, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a very polite way, they told us to STFU, yeah. Um, yeah. But, but then, and then, and there are other occasions where it's like, you know, we were actually having an argument that was angry and agitated and whatever, and getting to a, getting to a, you know, I feel getting to a point, you know, even more recently, getting to a point where, we almost agreed on something, you know, something like politics or whatever. And it would be like one of them chimes in with, I think, you know, I think we should stop talking about this now because we're getting very agitated and we, you know, we don't want to be, you know, we don't want to be, we don't want to fall out over dinner. Which is so, usual. sorry, your dad would say we referring to you and your brother, but not we, you and your brother and himself. Exactly. Okay. Well, it depends, actually. Sometimes he was involved and I think that his... His contributions were not always helpful. Uh, <laughs> I'm um, sorry. Would you believe? <laughs> okay, Boomer, <laughs> it's, the, it's the moments that I, <laughs> I'm getting here, but go on. It, it is a bit like that. It's a bit like, you know, you're talking about, you're talking about, um, if you're talking about the Extinction Rebellion, for example, and he starts sort of talking about Conservative Party talking points, and you're kind of like, well, it's not really, it's not really what we're talking about here. So uh, can you just... Yeah, Dad, we're talking about the great replacement theory. Yes, I need a new fridge. <laughs> no, no, no. And and then it's like, where do you even start lifting that weight from, right? Well, it's it's difficult because because then then my brother starts responding to him in a, you know, because he because he's very aggressive in the way that he argues. Yeah, you know, he's like your brother you know, is. You don't agree with me. No, no, no well, well, uh, my dad. This is where my, my dad it originates from. My dad. Well, it could be my mum. It originates from those members of my family. My mum and my dad. Um, it's like you disagree with me, therefore. Uh, you've insulted me, if that makes sense. Um, 
So it's 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 not an argument for the betterment of ideas uh, and for the increase of wisdom and knowledge. It's like I must conquer you, or I am a little girl guide. It's yeah. It's it's perceived as disrespect. Yeah, essentially, this disrespect is a big is a big big watchword. I think I would say with my dad, or was and or was. Wait, he's still alive. Isn't well, he? I, I, yeah, he is still alive. But I but I feel like to a certain extent, I've come to a at a great uh, you know a settlement that not that makes it sound like a divorce thing or something but, but what i mean is i uh, you know we, we get along much better now i don't know whether that's because he's avoiding as you say the, the, the conflicts but uh it feels a lot less uh tense than it used to be now we we started in on your childhood at the age of 15 now unless yeah. it was an ungodly long labor i feel like we skipped over <laughs> a certain amount of time yeah so could we could we rewind a little? I mean, obviously there's conflict with parents and kids, conflicts with your brother and you when you were little, and and how to how did yeah. that roll? Um, my my mom and dad did, uh, you know, they weren't peaceful parents, put it that way. So they would they would uh, give us a slap if we did something wrong uh, when we were kids. Um, a slap how? Uh, <laughs> on the bum. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you know, or, or, or on the on the backside. Uh, and was it uh, open hand, pants up, pants down, through the clothing? How, how did that work? Um, a bit of both. Uh, open hand, yeah. Okay, so there were times where you'd be open hand spanked on the bare buttocks. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think yeah. W when we were much younger, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying when you were 50 <laughs> on the bus. Um, <laughs> so yeah. And and how often would this sort of physical punishment occur? I would say um, it was essentially every any time we really annoyed them. I guess uh, that doesn't I, I answer, the answer the question. question by the I, way, I know I, I, I can't answer the question. I, uh, I I honestly can't answer the question. I. Um, well, I mean, just I give me a range. A, a, a I'm not asking you like for. Uh, I'm not asking for a bar chart here. I'm just you know like once a week, <laughs> once a month, a daily, a couple of times a year, that kind of stuff. I, I would say once once a month. I would think I would say I would say once a month. Yeah. Okay, so once a month, Ma maximum, maximum, maximum. Okay, so once a month, uh, and I'm not just talking about like let's just be any any form of corporal punishment. Once a month. Yeah. And in between, if there were disagreements that didn't lead to corporal punishment, what would happen? Uh, yeah, you get banned from I don't know, using the computer, using your uh, uh, yeah, video games, whatever. I was banned from using the TV, this kind of thing. Um, right. My mom used to check the heat on the TV. <laughs> no, because this is back in the day when you had the CRTs, like cathode ray tubes. Now, I guess it yeah. wouldn't matter because they, oh, well, they'd probably get kind of warm in the back. But yeah, she would come and, and check and see. Uh, <laughs> I remember once being banned from the TV. My mom went out. And we lived on the second floor building. I climbed out of the window and went along a ledge. Um, I mean, I wouldn't have died if I'd have fallen, but I probably would have broken something. And and then climbed in because no air conditioning, right? We were poor, and I think this was even pre-air conditioning for apartments. And I would climb in, and I remember watching a boxing match on on a little black and white TV, and then um, turning it off, knowing my mom was out on a date, so it'd be a while. Climb out, climb along the ledge. <laughs> I'm back in, but I wasn't addicted, man. It was a total choice. I could have, you know, and then she'd come in and check, and it was like, please, God, 
have uh, <laughs> have it cool off enough to the point where I'm not going to get a smack. But um, okay, so yeah. you you'd get sort of like uh, confiscated stuff would be or, or privileges would be suspended. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And actually, it, it, funny you mentioned the, about the heat. Uh, yeah, recording the temperature or whatever. But like, um, usually, if we were arguing about whatever it was, you know, say we we're playing a video game and we were arguing about it that would be that's the trigger you know that's the trigger for someone to be alerted downstairs they would come up and say yeah right, this is it yeah it's over now we've, we've you know no more uh yeah, no more for the rest of the week or whatever like um yeah and was that stuck to uh yeah yeah generally yeah as in is in what yeah we wouldn't be allowed to play for the rest of the week yeah and that's i mean i think that's really tragic and and i say tragic not like abusive or anything like that but i feel that's really tragic because you're teaching your children that you can't resolve conflicts. Yeah. That conflict itself is is a punishworthy behavior. Now, why on earth conflict itself is a punishworthy behavior? I have no idea. And it's yeah. interesting that your brother moved into a field where conflict is resolved impartially through the scientific method. Yeah. So, and and you are interested in philosophy. Oh, you listen to this show, right? And in philosophy, yeah. of course, conflict is resolved by reason and evidence, right? Better arguments and, and all of that. So it's interesting that both you and your brother are drawn into areas where conflicts can be resolved, but it does rely upon the integrity and honesty of the other person. But to me, when I, you know, if, if my daughter has a disagreement with some other kid, I mean, I remember very clearly sometimes we'd sit for two hours, three hours, just talking about the conflict, what came about, how it could be resolved. Because you want to teach your kids the conflict, but you want to teach your kids the conflict could be can be resolved. But if parents come down like the hammer of Thor on conflicts and just punish people for having conflicts, what they're saying is your know, conflict is a bad thing that must be punished, and and that's not teaching the children anything about how to resolve conflicts. And what it does, of course, is it has the kids look at the parent and say, "Oh my God, if this giant man god doesn't know how to resolve conflicts and conflicts are bad." I guess we better avoid them like the plague, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right. So we've talked about your brother. We've done your father. We'll do you, but not yet. What about your mom? Mm -hmm. How did your mom deal with conflict? Um, I've got a very good story for you. So uh, I was back at home uh, making some, you know, doing some cooking or whatever. This is, this is just a classic example of this thing which i thought of for the show so i say to her can i use can i use this particular ingredient which is you know it's quite expensive you know it's, I, I, you know i'm aware that this has cost them a lot in in whatever it was i was cooking and she said yes but her voice you know she said yes her voice said no so i was like are you absolutely 100 percent certain that i can and my dad my dad was sitting at the table reading the newspaper and she said yes again but in that sort of again, that slightly awkward kind it's of. Fine. Like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's literally, fine. Okay. Literally. Yeah, it's fine. And and so I so I uh, so I you know I, I chucked it in, and she just I, I I can't remember what happened exactly, but like she sort of basically just was in a half and got very upset with me, and I was just like, what what what's what's wrong? Is it is it this thing which I've just done? Because it clearly is, and uh, yeah. So then she you know. I'm not, I can't, you know, I can't remember exactly what was said, but you know, both of them were saying I'd done the wrong thing, um, you know, and it was all my fault. And uh, so, yeah, this, this is an example of this phenomenon that I'm talking about. Um, 
my mum says yes, but she means no. Um, and you're supposed to know. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. And, and, and it's some, your yeah, fault some, if you don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. And how old were you when this uh, the cooking thing happened? <laughs> this is this is like I don't know, like six months ago. Okay, okay. So let I, me ask I, you this: twenty plus years of experience with your mom, you probably had some yeah. idea that she didn't want you to use that, right? I, I to be honest, I uh, I was feeling a little bit like I wanted to test a theory. So yeah, maybe I was just no. Uh, I mean, you were frustrated at her being manipulative and yeah. not honest, and so you're like, okay, fine, man, I'm going to take you at face value because I'm tired of this. Yeah, actually, that's 100 percent correct. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame you for that. I mean, that's kind of annoying, passive-aggressive stuff. The mind-reading stuff, it's so claustrophobic because now you have to snake your psychic phenomenon like squid tentacles up somebody's nose and tickle their frontal brain and try and tease out what that's like. For God's sakes, just open your mouth and say, I'd rather you didn't. It's pretty expensive. Yeah. But you could try X, Y, or Z or whatever it is, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Be, exactly. I'm going to give you one story back. Yeah. You know, because we haven't talked about me enough lately. No, I'm kidding. No, I mean, so I remember I've, I've said this story before. I keep it really brief. So I was at a, I was at a girlfriend's place meeting her parents. And uh, I took my cup of tea and, and put it on the counter. There was a little ring at the bottom. I noticed it. So um, I said, oh, I'll just, I'll just grab a paper towel and I'll wipe out my little tea ring and put the paper towel in the garbage. I turn around and everybody looks at me like I just ripped the head off a cat. <laughs> and literally, so with you and your, your mom, it was like, yeah, I kind of knew it. This, no clue. No clue, right? I think I'm doing something nice here. You know, a little spill. Yeah. It wasn't my fault. I wipe it up and show caring, concerned guest and all that. No, no. I didn't find out until much later what I had done. So they had moved from America to Canada. And the mother's favorite store was something called Wegmans. And Wegmans had the best paper towel, you see. And she had kept this paper towel roll from Wegmans at a shrine to the life she used to love in America. And she had put it on the paper towel rack in Canada as a reminder, a thread, a connection back to this former lovely life in America. And I had just taken one of those pieces of precious memory and connection to her entire history and used it to wipe up some tea. Yeah, good luck puzzling that one out. <laughs> Because, you know, yeah. of course, paper towel has massive sentimental value. <laughs> insanity, right? That's insanity. Yeah. Do you think that relationship yeah. worked out? Answer! It did not. <laughs> because that level of confused indirection, oh, it's exhausting. And and it is a form of bullying, right? You understand this this passive-aggressive stuff where you're supposed to read other people's minds? It's It's a form of bullying. And it's a way for the other person to have control. As opposed to, like, what are you, two years old? You can't say what you want? Oh, two years old? Two years old can say what you want, right? Why, you can't even get two years old, right? What are you, an infant? Infants, even infants say what they want. At least they say what they don't want when they're uncomfortable. They cry or whatever. So, yeah, it, it is a form of bullying, and it's very claustrophobic. And it has you never be able to fully relax in the presence of the other person. Hmm. Right? And that might partially explain some of the stumbling you had, which is gone now completely, because I'm having conflict with people all the time, all the time with these calls. Yeah. I'm not fighting with people, but I'm fighting with falsehoods, at least as I see yeah. them, right? And I sort of make the case, right? So now you and I know we can disagree and have a perfectly civil and, in fact, a more productive conversation because we can disagree. And I just tell you personally, 
I really hate. I, re- I have like a visceral, so it's not, I mean, maybe it's rational, maybe it's not, but I just, you know, be perfectly honest. That visceral, you know, st- stomping around, slamming cupboards because you didn't figure out something from, I don't know, yesterday or six hours ago or five hours ago or whatever. Uh, I, I really hate that stuff. I really, like, I, I could not have someone like that in my life. I, I mean, I would just, I'd need to fix it. I just need to say, like, y'all, y'all need to grow up and just tell me what you need because I'm not going to sit here. I don't have enough time or energy or interest in the in the planet, in the world, in the day, in my body, in my soul to sit there and try and figure out everything you're doing or everything you want when you simply won't just say it. Because you yeah. can't get anything done. Everything becomes so clogged and complicated and, and all of that. Yeah. And it is, uh, it, it is a really... Um, it's a really paralyzing form of. I would just like. To, I just want somebody to yell at me. Just hey, just yell. Let's have it out, right? But this like this pursed lips, uh, uh, you know, um, tight, tight tea sipping. You know, it's just like, oh my god, for God's sakes, can we be mature uh, and adults and just talk about what we want, or is this going to be this like underhanded, manipulative crap from now until the day we we die? Yeah, it's somehow very British in that, I suppose. Well, yeah, it's a lot of people on a small <laughs> island and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been a lot of civil wars. And so I get, I mean, I get, I get it. And I get where people are coming from, but I just, you know, I can't, I can't well, do it. Yeah. I, I think, I think uh, what the, the reason for it is that, yeah, we're obviously, as, as we as I mentioned before, the, the open conflict leads to my dad getting involved and therefore it becomes like a sort of nuclear explosion, basically. Um, uh, because, because he does the shouting bit that you mentioned right so and that's also kind of in a way british too right the 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 mom with the tight lips and the dad with the red face is kind of a real cliche yeah. that's like the pioneer village of of england so yeah, yeah i kind of remember i remember all of that stuff and yeah. can you think of a time where a conflict has been successfully resolved in your family um the fact that i'm searching for it kind of implies probably not um oh you could be going through a boolean sort of, of a very long list that's fine no don't think i have. <laughs> right so the fact that your brother is unable to resolve conflicts with his girlfriends yeah so we've never been into conflicts i guess so in the first relationship she was your dad and he was your mom and in this relationship she's your dad and he's your mom <laughs> Tell me yeah. if I'm wrong. I don't want to oversimplify. No, but... no, 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 that's that's. Uh, I think that 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 sort of organ that sort of makes yeah symbolizes things effectively. Yeah, I think that looks right. And how has this? Because you know, I care about your brother, but I care more about you. Obviously, in this conversation, sure. how has this affected you, my friend? Well, uh, on the one hand, I've sort of uh, following your show. I've sort of worked out probably you know fifty percent of the things that you've already told me. Um, so it's sort of, I was sort of aware that this was a you know, passive aggressive situation that they were dealing uh, Yeah, well, I was dealing with all, all of my family. Um, and, um, yeah, I don't know, it's just very, very, uh, unsettling really. It's kind of, um, my mum and my mum and dad, uh, sort of, uh, doing this weird thing at the moment where they sort of don't want to spend time with me and my girlfriend, me and my fiance, um, where 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 it's not like explicitly said but but it's like i'll say oh let's do this together and they'll be like yeah sounds great and then it'll be like no you know crickets essentially um oh yeah we we can't quite find the right time or yeah okay yeah literally yeah yeah it's always like you know my goldfish is unwell yeah yeah (laughs) yeah 
uh, yeah, I mean, there, there have been worse excuses. But yeah, so, so I mean, this, this week they were supposed to come up and, you know, I say supposed to come up and visit. I'm not, you know, I am bothered, but like less bothered than I used to be, if that makes sense. Um, they were supposed to come up and visit. I was like, oh, you know, oh, you know, this, this, you know, we're, we're building this big house at home. So, you know, we've got all of our time is spent building this house. And, you know, we can't leave the site because it will all fall apart and blah, blah, blah. Um, it, oh, yeah, obviously, like coming up to, uh, coming up to, that's visit us for a, for an evening is not going to um, cause the entire thing to collapse, is it? Um, and right. and it's just it's, it's sort of funny thing. I don't I don't really know. I don't really understand it. And if like you were to say sore. to them, if you were to say to them, okay, can, can we just kick into a quick role play here? I'm just curious how defensive your dad is about this stuff. Sure, uh, Dad, I, I get the feeling that you don't want to spend time with. My fiance and me, like there seems to be a lot of excuses and a lot of can't do's. Uh, is there something, look, as your son, if there's something negative about my fiance, about our relationship, you've known me a lot longer <laughs> than anybody else, I guess, outside of mom. I really, really need to know uh, if there's something that you find negative or uncomfortable or, or problematic, because if she's, you know, the wrong girl or, or there's something that can be fixed, I mean, I would really, it'd be easier for my life if everyone got along. So what's uh, what's going on? Uh, no, of course not, Tim. Uh, we think she's lovely, and it's. Uh, uh, we think we'll be very happy. We'll be very happy together. Uh, I don't know where we go from there. <laughs> uh, well, um, you know, I, it, I was thinking the other day, and rambling with some crazy Canuck, and you know, I. Do you think we have a problem in the family, or maybe an opportunity to improve around resolving conflicts? I have no idea what he would say to that. I don't think that's even... He would probably present complete incomprehension. What are you talking about? Yeah. No, we've had we've had tons of conflicts. It's all been fine. It's natural. It's healthy yeah. in a family. Blah, 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 blah. Right? Yeah. Give you the big spiel, right? Yeah, we're fine now, aren't we? Kind of thing, yeah. Right, and Ben be like, okay, well, but to me, uh, I can't really think of a lot of successful stuff. Like, I remember fighting with my brother, and you just, like, get mad at us or yell at us or suspend privileges or occasionally there'd be spanking and all of that so i you know i can't really you know it's just the other day remember I, with mom i was like wanted to cook something i asked for an ingredient she said yes and then she got really huffy and upset i i don't really think that that's the best possible way to have conflicts or resolve conflicts and you know you're a relatively young healthy dad and i'm a young healthy guy and we've got a lot of decades together and i'm just i just wondering you know if in the family there might be some room for improvement about you know being direct or or having conflicts or resolving stuff. I, I honestly don't think he would even understand what you were talking about. Like it would just be like, yeah. And then I would say, um, okay, well, can you can you may, uh, look? I, I'm obviously completely happy to be wrong. Very happy to be wrong. <laughs> I mean, can you think of a time where we've you know had a significant disagreement and we've talked it through and resolved it in a productive way? I think I think he would bring up uh, our most recent very very bad disagreement down in Cornwall uh, on holiday again, uh, and how that was. Uh, I want to say resolved, but I personally feel like it's again uh, moved back to this kind of avoiding uh, situation. But I think he would talk about that. And what would he say about that um, disagreement? He would say, you know, we we had a big we had yeah we we you know there's no reason why we can't discuss. Yeah, all the, you know, all the, you know, there's no reason why we can't discuss sensitive things as long as we're all sensible about, about it and think, you know, 
don't get too you know too emotional about it essentially um which, which i which i think is actually a fair comment but he's only started saying that very recently um, well and of course i would respond by saying well dad i mean no disrespect intended i mean just a straight up recollection i seem to remember a good portion of your face in my childhood being sort of red and purple with shouting and you know i remember not, not too long ago disagreeing with my brother oh, oh no we, we were actually just having an animated discussion about science and you basically told us to <laughs> to shut up <laughs> you know so you know it's it's nice that you say let's not get too emotional but i seem to remember you in fact i do remember very clearly uh, really a lot of times when you'd get pretty mad and kind of sh shouty about stuff which I guess I'm not exactly sure where the advice is coming from. I, I think uh, there's a there's a couple of things in there that I think would probably trigger him into thinking that I was being disrespectful and therefore get defensive and angry. No, but that would be very helpful, right? Because he would get defensive and angry, and then you would say, uh, well, Dad, I mean, come on, you, you just told me let's not get too emotional about things. Surely I'm allowed to disagree with you. I have my own memories. You literally were just <laughs> telling me I don't mean to laugh at you, Dad, because, you know, but it's kind of funny. Like you're literally telling me not to get too, take it too personally, get too emotional. And, and now you're, you're raising your voice and getting belligerent. Like, come on. I mean, do, do you just have rules to break them? I, I mean, help me out here. I'm really trying to understand. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what he would say to that. Um, you should find out. Yeah, maybe I will when they come up, yeah. Well, they're coming up to offer to pay for all of our weddings, so I'm not really sure where that's come from, totally out of the blue. Oh, but, boy. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, that's a boy. good time to have a conflict about essential issues. Yeah. Wow. Well, it, the, 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 fact, I mean, the, fact, the fact is that, that, it, that it doesn't actually, it, you know, it doesn't really affect us because we can kind of afford it on our own. Which which right. kind of puts us in a quite decent position to say. What does uh, your girlfriend think of your? Uh, what does your girlfriend think of? Sorry, your fiance. My apologies. What does your yeah, fiance think no, no. of your of your family? Um, I, I think she. You know, I think she she sort of. She's she not there, is she? Them, but she, no, 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 she isn't. She, oh, she's you still. waited till she was gone. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, I did. I mean, uh, yeah, I wasn't sure how pro how well. There's no reason why she's not on the call, to be honest. I just thought it'd be easier this way. Um, but yeah. Um, Wait, I'm your guilty secret, aren't I? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I can, I can be the little tart in the motel down the way. That's no problem. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think she, she generally thinks they're okay. But, but she, you know, so I, I referenced earlier an argument that happened down in Cornwall on holiday, and she was there for that. And so I think since then, we've both of us have been much more wary. She's been much more wary that they're not, what they appear have the charm you know they, they appear as 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 charming and as as sort of um uh well nice i guess as uh, well as, as reasonable as, they, as all totalitarian souls are until they're crossed yeah yeah right um so 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 uh, yeah so, so she, she sort of like yeah she she wants to she 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 cares about my brother as well and cares about me and wants basically me to be happy. So it's kind of more like, how do we how do we resolve this? Uh, basically, is what she she sort of right. I mean, I have I have some thoughts, but I I don't want to. I mean, if there's more information that I need to gather, I certainly don't want to uh, jump the gun. Like I'll give you a funny example. So in the Telegram chat the other day, somebody posted a fairly lengthy critique of UPB. Now I love talking about UPB. 
more than breath itself sometimes. And uh, I was going to prepare a big response. Turned out she'd used some AI text generator that creates arguments uh, on the web. <laughs> so I almost ended up arguing with a robot, which is exactly my definition as to why free will is valid, is you never argue with robots. So that uh, could have been quite tragic. Um, anyway, doesn't, doesn't matter. Here so yeah, if, if there's more information, so there was a place I was about to jump the gun without enough information. But if there's more information that is important for me to get or anything else that's popping in your mind, I'm, I'm like, would be very happy to hear. Sure. I'll throw in a couple of things. I'll keep it short. So uh, the first one is um, this, this big argument that I keep talking about down in Cornwall, which is it's sort of a moment where uh, we, were do, you know, we were doing some really technical thing. We were launching a boat, basically. And um, it was like everyone was a little bit on edge because, you know, if, if you sort of get it wrong, someone could get hurt uh, and so on. So it's always it's very important to get it get it right. Uh, so everyone's very sort of Unlike on parenting. I'm, I'm, but anyway, go on. Well, <laughs> exactly. Um, but but it wasn't it wasn't it, we were on edge because my dad was on edge, if that makes sense. So it was, it was me, my mom, my fiance and my dad. And um, uh, we were launching this boat and my dad was getting a bit uptight because it's like, you know, we need to do it this way, we need to do it that way. And it's like, well, everyone knows, you know, when my dad wasn't there one time, we launched it, just me and my mum, like the two people, it was it was absolutely 100% fine. Nobody got into any arguments, there were no rows, whatever. But this time it was like, you know, it was like, it was just, it's, it's almost like, I'm sure you, people can sort of be familiar with this if they know the kind of behaviour, but it's like you can see it coming. Like there's one thing that goes wrong in the morning that indicates this level of stress that's in the person. And it's well, sort and of sorry, I, I don't mean to interrupt your story, but it, it's so bizarre for me that that I was just talking today. I had to, to do a drive with my daughter, and uh, there was some guy walking along the street with his girlfriend or wife or whatever. And he was kind of an older guy, and I said, "I said, look at that guy." She's like, "What?" I said, that guy, I can only see three quarters of him. He's like 20 feet away. That's a guy with a cloud of rage around him. And there are those people out there. I mean, sometimes they're more calm. And I'm not saying your dad is one of them. It's just kind of strange to me that, and, and we talked about like people who just have this uh, tension around them. This, this, you, you gotta, they can get really mad. And, and that's their kind of way of being. I'm not saying they're always mad, but that it's it's always around, if that makes sense. And yeah. uh, it's just, I mean, I don't know if your dad is one of those guys. He probably wasn't as bad as the guy I saw. I just saw him like three quarters. And you can just tell from the way people walk and, and, and the way that their shoulders are hunched and, and all of that. And just this, they, they just radiate disapproval or potential disapproval or, or whatever it is, or tension or something like that. And so it's just kind of funny that, that you're telling me the story. This, I had this conversation with my uh, daughter today. But anyway, go on. Yeah, I mean, it sounds sounds kind of similar. I don't think he's quite as yeah. It's so yeah. It was a series of little things which, uh, you know, were happening. Which it, which you know, in a you know, in a normal situation, he would not have been annoyed about. But you could tell his voice was sort of getting to that that sort of slightly stressed tone. Um, and then yeah, we were mucking about on the boat, whatever. And then uh, you know, he said to do something which uh, I, I you know I can't remember exactly what it was. But at the time, I just thought, well, that's that's just ridiculous. I'm not going to do that. And then uh, he just basically detonated because I hadn't done it, obviously. Um, I, I, yeah, I saw it coming. Um, what what does the detonation yeah. look like? Just shout! You're just shout, shouting and like screaming at me, like you know. It, back in the back in the day, he probably would have hit me as well, but he, he was just shouting and screaming this time, uh, for probably because I'm sort of older and whatever. But um, but yeah, and it was just kind of like you know, 
what, what I was just kind of trying to trying to tell him, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to like, I don't I don't understand why you're having a go at me. We're both trying to do the same thing. We're trying to work out how to do this safely, and you're giving me stupid instructions. So can you can you can we just focus on launching the boat? And that yeah, that was. Uh, you know, it just it, it went you know, and then and then he's he's basically just stormed off. Uh, and your 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 fiance was here. Yes. yes oh God! Oh, that's so horrifying. It's bad enough for you. Do you know why it's so absolutely terrible with regards to your fiance? Well, I assume because it reflects badly on me and my potentially my um, personality, I guess. But um, well, no, I mean he's completely humiliated or tried to. A, a man yeah. in front of his mate. Yeah. It, Sorry, that's a bad it, choice of words because in England, mate means the guy you go and drink <laughs> with. But no, in in front of the woman that you want to marry, you be the mother of your children. He's doing this like silverback, yeah. sit on the kid, fart in his face kind of stuff, right? And and you are put yeah, in yeah. then an impossible situation because either you fight right. back like hell, in which case God knows yeah. what happens, right? Or you just suck yeah. it up and get humiliated in front of the woman you love, which is a pretty shitty thing to do to anyone yeah. let alone your own child yeah i mean for, for all it's worth i mean uh, yeah yeah i mean I, I didn't really no you're gonna tell me yeah. something about girlfriend's reaction go no no i was gonna say something about my reaction i didn't really back down that's all whereas, whereas tell me more tell me more tell me more well it was sort of uh you know kind of trying to trying to trying to and then we had this silly thing where he was downstairs and we were up in the like in one of the other rooms. And my mum kept coming between us saying, oh, can you just do this? Can you just? And then she's like, oh, why don't you just say you're sorry? I was like, I've got nothing to be. <laughs> why, 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 why do I need to apologize? Um, it's absurd. And, um, and uh, you know, she got really upset and was crying and all this stuff. I was like, well, you, why don't you go and talk to him? Tell him to apologize because he's, you know, he clearly you know, when, yeah, when because, kind of like, you know, because you're the more reasonable yeah. person and she she knows you're the more reasonable person, so you're the one who has to apologize. That's your prize for being reasonable is you get to be further humiliated. Yeah, it does feel like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, and so she, she sort of breaks down in tears, whatever, and, um, uh, and, and, and then, you know, like a day late, you know, 24 hours later, like we didn't even go out for dinner together. Like we're in the, staying in the same house and we didn't go out for dinner together because obviously... You know, um, that yeah, you know, that would be outrageous or whatever. Uh, you know, of course, you know, obviously they were just avoiding us. Um, and, and then the next day, I sort of approach him. He's he's sort of having a cup of tea in the kitchen, whatever. Um, and um, I like, can, do you want to discuss what we're yeah, you know, what we what 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 what's going on here, or are you just gonna like carry on ignoring me? Um, I think I didn't. I didn't phrase it exactly that way because that sounds a bit oh, you should have. But anyway, go on. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, anyway, he was like, "Oh, are you going to show me some respect then?" <laughs> what are you talking about? He screams at you, um, humiliates you, but apparently the deficiency in respect is you. Well, yeah, and 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 yeah, it's sort of I, I, over time, over a very very long time of just trying to talk to him in a very non, you know, trying not to talk to him in a sort of confrontational way, whatever. Sort of got across to him that. I thought that just like you can't basically do that in front of my fiance, which sounds a bit of a cop out because you can't really do that anyway. Well, but and and what if you that, have kids, that was right? My, what if you have kids? Well, 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 that was my that was my exact thing I said to 
uh, my fiance later. Oh, um, you are a good so listener. The, the, oh, God love so, you. But, but, God well, love you. Go on. Well, <laughs> well, this is this is yeah. And then so so I think I I I don't really I can't really remember how this was resolved, but I think either a combination of my mum just telling him to calm down and possibly him understanding what I was saying. I'm not 100% convinced though that we essentially reached the point where I was like, you know, I was like, you know, if you want to carry on being, you know, if you want to carry on, you know, like, but you know, seeing us basically, you're going to have to stop doing that. Um, so I guess he just backed down from that point. Um, I don't really know whether it was my mum saying we should back down or whether it was him saying it, but uh, that that was. Wait, sorry, we should back from... down or he should back down? Sorry, uh, he he, my dad should back down. And what does backing down mean? Apologising? God means, no, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess so. Yeah, sorry, apologising and 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 basically not acting like this, which which I I made. You know, it was kind of. It's just such a you. Know, Wait, he he did apologise though. Uh, <laughs> I, I I'm shocked, remember. but no, really, he did. I, I can't, I can't actually remember. I honestly can't remember. Oh, um, dude! Oh, you're killing me. What do you mean you can't? You yeah. would remember if it's the first time your dad apologized for being angry. You'd remember, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would think. Which is why I'm. This is what I'm bringing out because it's obviously. Was not, it something like cause... "I'm sorry this happened" or "I'm sorry it ended up this way"? Like some nonsense no ownership apology or i think we can all regret how that day turned out like all, all that sort of stuff um you know i honestly can't remember uh which, which is kind of pathetic but um but but yeah i i don't know all right all right yeah well i'm sorry about that sorry. i really am and now did you ever meet his father I mean, other than through his son, did you ever meet his father? <laughs> uh, I think when, when I was very young, he died. He died quite early on in my life. Uh, he was a for, for he was a sergeant in the RAF, and uh, oh, dude, oh very, my god, um, yeah, not not very good with kids, not very good with children, right? Mate, but yeah, but if you uh, needed children so, strafed, like he was the guy. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I don't think he. Yeah, he didn't fly the planes, but yeah, but yeah, that's, but yeah. <laughs> not, not that anyone cares, but yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I mean, the fact that your father came from a military family is not. It's not wildly out of character from an unprocessed history that he'd be like this. Yeah. I, yeah. Right. Oh, that's it's so funny. What an odd thing it is, and I'm sorry to keep bumping it back to myself. I just want to make sure I clear this so I can focus more on, on what you're saying. But um, so I was driving today, as I said, with my daughter, and there was a some sort of, it was a country road, and there was some sort of tractor or something that was ahead. It was very slow. And so, you know, what do you do? Well, you just, you go slower, right? I mean, I, I don't know what everyone's like. Oh, I've got to get there one car faster. Like, it drives me nuts when people are just starting all over the place, driving fast. Like, it, you're basically, you're driving, you, everybody knows you're driving a giant missile and a bomb, Right, because it's like two thousand pounds and full with gasoline, and like don't, you know, treat it with the respect of a giant weapon that it is. Anyway, so there was a there was a guy driving behind me. I think he thought I was driving slow, <laughs> you know, just for the fun of it. Uh, I guess he didn't see that there were you know a whole line of cars. So he he burns past me, goes ahead, and then he ends up. He's so impatient, he's driving on the shoulder, right? 
So we, we come up to uh, a, a stop light, and uh, I sort of glance over at the corner of my eye. He's rolled down his window, and he's shouting something at me, right? Like, and he wants to make eye contact, right? You know, you know, you have this magic shield in a car. If you don't make eye contact, it drives the other people kind of nuts, especially if they think you've heard them. So what I did was, and I couldn't just help, I couldn't help but play with the guy a little because that was, I don't know, I, I just really dislike people like that. And and so what I did was I, I turned around and and looked, I gazed my eyes right past him, went back to my daughter and said, you know, I said, look at this, look at this idiot, like trying to get my attention, gesticulating. <laughs> I think he made the the finger gesture and all that. And uh, I just, I said, you know, pretend I'm saying something funny. And we laughed and, you know, because, <laughs> you know, when you're mad and you see someone laughing, it makes you more frustrated and all of that. And so, um, and then I slowly turned back to the front, my eyes grazing right past him like he didn't even exist. And I don't know, it was just, just I just find this character, he, look, because he's not my dad and he's not in the house. So it's easier for me to do this, right? But it's just, um, I don't know, it's just so childish and so ridiculous uh, that uh, it's, it's hard for me not to laugh. And again, I say that because he's not my dad, right? So if my dad was mad at yeah. me that way, I wouldn't be exactly be doing that kind of stuff. But uh, it is just funny how this like petulant toddler rage uh, is sort of a bit of the a theme of the day in, in yeah. an odd kind of way. Yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, I, I don't feel as, I'm not, not really scared of him uh, so much anymore. But but yeah, it is ridiculous. And I think, I think well, honest, but uh, you're, is, you're leery enough of not having the conversation, right? Yeah, that's, that's fair. Right, it's, and, it's and like that's because if yeah. your dad, you, the, sorry to interrupt, my guess is, and it's your life, so don't let me tell you anything that doesn't sit well with you, of course, right? But would your dad choose between his anger or you, right? If you if you put this now, I guess you did put this confrontation forward, but now he seems to be, in a sense, punching back in a passive-aggressive way by not spending time with you and your fiancé prior to the wedding, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's difficult because just to clarify, in between this, we actually spent nearly four months at their house during during the first UK lockdown. So oh. and nothing particularly bad happened during that period. Uh, but then, well, other than again, assume a certain amount of avoidance. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's very. Yeah. Well, this, this plus, is there's exactly... that, plus there's an external thing, COVID, right? So it tends to unite people in a way that yeah. uh, regular life doesn't yeah that's, that's, that's true yeah right um i mean uh, 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 yeah as, as you say it's this it's sort of um I, I guess the sort of almost theme of the conversation is almost like the avoidance thing has gone to right. such an extreme that it's like we can't even see each other without thinking we're going to have some kind of row and whatever right yeah. and that's because the roots of the conflict aren't dealt with it's just whack-a-ball right it, it, yeah, it's like become too big to even like, like even address at the sort of base level. Yeah, right, right. Well, because uh, for him to deal with the conflict would mean you dealing with your childhood with him. He would then have to go back and deal with his childhood with his father, and he would have to look back with regret upon the anger, if not the rage, that he inflicted upon his children and his wife. And his wife, he would then apologize to his wife, but his wife married him because he's this kind of person. Like, it's like one thread you pull and like the whole damn, this is what they're saying. It's funny how the analogy was the whole house is going to come down, right? Yeah. Yeah. Remember, they can't come yeah. visit you because the whole house will come down. Maybe he's got a sense yeah, that you might want to have this kind of conversation. <laughs> and he's kind of right. Like, you, know, you start pulling at these threads and, uh, you know, it's like you look up and it's like, w w what the hell happened to my life? <laughs> Everything's changed. Yeah. Right. 
Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so uh, again, more more is is always welcome. If there's anything else that you wanted to toss in before we go to your bra. Um. The, uh, one 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 last thing, which yeah, um, essentially my 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 dad and my mum are quite split on the on being sort of COVID skeptics. I suppose uh, my dad is very like, oh, you know, must be we must be, you know, vaccinated immediately. We need to do this. We need to do exactly what the government tells us. Blah blah blah. blah. And then my mum is like secretly reading newsletters about the protests and things like this. She's heard the name Tenpenny, and she doesn't say who. <laughs> yeah right okay and and um, it, yeah go ahead uh, no i mean that, that's just a just a crumb of that to info i don't know if it's helpful and uh, i guess they're not resolving these things either right no i don't think so i don't think they've i don't think they talk about it yeah yeah either covid stuff is really splitting people down the middle um, it really yeah. is splitting people. It split me down the middle a little bit too, if that's any consolation. But yeah, it's really, it's really tough. It's really tough, uh, especially for the people who believe that the spike protein sheds from the vaccinated people. Uh, yeah, it's really, uh, it's a big, it's a big mess, and it's really, un it's really tragic um, how how this is all played out. Um, so, okay, all right. Uh, anything else? Listen, I'm I'm happy to hear. This is your call, and and don't feel like you're imposing. This is this is what I volunteer for, and I'm happy to do it. Uh, no, I, I think I've. Um, I think that's that's sort of pretty much the the whole story. I think. All right. What percentage of your brother's personality is available to you now compared to before? Let's put before at a hundred percent. You're having these great conversations and and all of that. What percentage of your brother's personality is available to you now, or has been since he started dating this girl, or at least got seriously involved with him? Uh, uh, under twenty percent, I would say. Like there were, you know, there were just these 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 flashes of you know just hilarious chat, which just our absolute history at this point it's just is this guy even like actually a functioning human being right right not, 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 not literally but you know like intellectually kind yeah, of, yeah. You know, is he so listen personally massive respect for calling massive respect for calling and i think you're doing entirely the right thing because your brother is in extraordinary danger like yeah. soul-shattering, yeah. life-destroying, get divorced, drag through family courts, false allegations, you name it. In my opinion, your brother is in extraordinary danger. And I, I share your concern. I mean, if not downright panic. Have they talked marriage yet? Uh, no, they haven't. But um, uh, this is another crumb of info. But basically, she moved in with him after a very, very short time, I think probably six months, maybe, uh, they kicked out his two flatmates who were essentially paying his bills for him when he didn't have a job. And she is there in their place. Um, and um, I, I, you know, at the time, I felt like I should say something to him. Uh, like this is too soon kind of thing? Yeah, it, 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 exactly that. Exactly that. But, but I was obviously uh, duly ignored. Right. So, I mean... She's isolating him, I assume. I mean, she got his flatmates out. I assume he's not allowed to be much in touch with his friends. He's certainly not allowed to be much in touch with his brother or uh, his future sister-in-law and, and so on, right? So this isolation, this isolation is probably occurring because she has got him wound up in his head that there's something fundamentally wrong with him. And that's why he's willing to submit to 
her dictates and demands. That she is somehow superior. That's why I asked about the sexual market value stuff earlier. She is somehow superior to him in some manner. And he just needs to shut up and do what she says because he's fundamentally flawed. She's somehow perfect or omniscient and he just needs to get out of his former life. Um, she probably has planted some negative seeds about people dragging him down or, or, or he, he's, you know, whatever. And so she has established some terrible and terrifying control over him and has extinguished his true self for the sake of, I assume, exploitation either currently or down the road. And it, it is extraordinarily dangerous because these kinds of relationships, again, I can't obviously predict it, nobody can, but the pattern of these kinds of relationships in my experience is that he is willing to submerge himself because he's been broken and isolated. I mean, it's similar to a cult, right? A lot of these relationships, uh, with as particularly the isolation. So it starts with the glamorous love bomb, right? So um, this is, you know, cults will will um, uh, love bomb you. And, and this may have occurred with affection or sexuality and, and, and things move very rapidly, which is the six month moving in together. And then there's the the separation and the the isolation of uh, people, and then there's the demands for a commitment to prove love, and then if there's any attempt to protect personhood or property or any reservation uh, about the speed of the relationship or the imminence of the marriage, then it's put down to uh, insecurity and to be a man and you know, just basically get bullied into making these commitments. And then once the person has legal control over the victim, then they will just simply turn the screws and control. And then if the victim ever tries to get out, there's usually an escalation. Or, of course, more commonly, there is an oopsie pregnancy, and then she owns the guy for the next couple of decades. And it is extraordinarily uh, dangerous. And if you go to you know internet forums of people who've been put through these kinds of ringers, it is life-shattering. I mean, sometimes people are never the same again uh, because you can't undo some of the damage or a lot of the damage that has been done, particularly, of course, if there are children involved, because if there are children involved, the woman has power and leverage over the man, financial, emotional, legal, you name it, and she can destroy his chances of ever having a normal or healthy relationship in the future. She can grind him down. Uh, I don't want to get overly dramatic, but uh, I've certainly uh, heard of and read of and actually had people on the show uh, who've had uh, people involved in these kinds of relationships where there is uh, self-destruction, uh, there is uh, addiction, uh, suicide, or suicidal ideation. Uh, it can be uh, really, really bad. Now, this is my particular take on it, um, but you, of course, are infinitely closer to the situation than I am. Do any of these concerns ring true, or am I uh, a bridge too far? Uh, no, that's, that is uh, exactly, almost exactly what I was thinking. Um, yeah. He was, already, he was already pretty isolated. I'm not sure he has many friends up there. Well, no, but he had his connection with you, right? Yeah, 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 you're right. And yeah, you don't, yeah, you know, no, you don't yeah. need a lot of friends. People, you know, everyone who says, I don't have a lot of friends, it's like, okay, <laughs> I, I get that. Because real quality friends, especially when you get married and you have kids, you just don't have as much time for friendships. I mean, it's kind of sad. But, you know, do I have 20 close friends? I certainly don't. I have, I don't know, probably fewer than half a dozen, like really, really close friends, like, like people you would take bullets for, they take bullets for or you or whatever it is, right? 
So yeah, when yeah. people say I don't have a lot of friends, it's like I assume everyone who claims that they do have a lot of friends is just counting Instagram as intimacy. <laughs> so anyway, um, so but no, it's it's the connection with you. Uh, are you guys fairly close in age? Uh, yeah, two years. Yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah, I mean the brother thing too. I mean the fact that this woman would have eclipsed a brother relationship. And and I mean, obviously, you guys fought as all, all brothers do, but it sounds like you had a pretty decent relationship before this uh, woman came along. Um, I I think I think it was I th I want to use the word slightly stunted. I'm going to be honest. I don't think it was ever. It's only recently when I've realised that this is a real possibility that this this could happen to him that I've started to really think. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I really miss this guy. Where where has he gone? If you know what I mean. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I guess yeah. He used to visit me. I used to visit him a lot. I, I, yeah, I guess it was quite close. Um, but he lives he lives nearly an hour and a half away from me. So, um, right. But I mean, so it it may have lacked some depth. But you know, you're in your twenties. Yeah. But uh, I, I mean, you were probably aiming towards that at some point, uh, and and but there was no, you know, like massive unresolved traumas or abuses or histories of of, as far as I can tell. I mean, obviously, correct me if I go astray. No, I don't think so. Um, no, not between me and him. Right. So, I guess the other question to answer is is why is this happening? Now, I think it has something to do with the fact that uh, he's he's older, right? Uh, no, he, he's actually younger. Uh, he's younger than me. Oh, my apologies. Sorry, I figure PhD and you're in your twenties. Okay, no problem. So, so he's younger. Um, oh, I'm sorry because you'd mentioned that because you said that you'd gone through more conflict with your father that didn't hit him as much. Um, so, yeah, um, sorry. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, not sure about that. I mean, it, it, he was very interested in his rugby, and and they spent a lot of time together. So, I, yeah, maybe their relationship is better than his relationship. Yeah, my dad's relationship with him is better than uh, my dad's relationship with me, if that makes sense. But but possibly, yeah. Well, yeah, better relative to still your dad being <laughs> your dad, right? So, okay. Um, so there is a reproductive strategy where the genes take over and the woman basically says the path to your offspring is through me and the man abandons all reason. Now, we say, oh my gosh, he, he abandons all reason. But if you look at it from a genetic standpoint, he doesn't because he can't have kids with you. He can't have kids with your dad. He can't have kids with your mom. He can only have kids with, in this case, um, like deep down in his pair bonding mechanism, this woman. So if so you got to think of the cheerleading genes, right? The cheerleading and frowning genes, right? So the genes are looking at the situation, and the woman is saying, I am young and fertile, and I can reproduce these genes, but it's going to cost you all the relationships where the genes can't reproduce. So what are the genes going to tell them to do? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's obvious, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so... So that is really important, that she has a, an approach to reproduction that is individual, not collective. And normally I'm a big fan of the individualism, but not necessarily in terms of child raising as a whole, right? So she's saying, you get your kids through me, everyone else is expendable. However, 
it's good to have, I mean, particularly you and your fiance, I mean, would be great to have you in your future kid's life. Um, sorry, your, your brother's, of course, you're going to be in your future kid's life. I mean, your brother's future <laughs> kid's life and all of that. But she's saying it's only going to be me. It's me or no genes, no new genes, no reproduction, right? And of course, the genes are like, well, that kind of sucks. But hey, man, we're going to go to where the eggs are. And so there is more than just sort of the psychological history, although that has a bearing on it. There is, because she's kind of got him locked into one-itis, right, to the point where it's like only her, only she is the one, only she is is um, uh, going to be my my path to children and fertility and, and gene replication and all that. Then all of the other relationships become somewhat expendable because he's got the one-itis thing. And the one-itis thing is either because she's so wonderful or because she's grinding him down to, to feeling like nothing and that she's doing him a favor by being with her. I guess this is somewhat similar to his last girlfriend where he was like constantly running after her panting and she was like, well, I might go to Thailand. I might return your call. I don't know. Right. Right. Okay. So yeah, he is in massive, he is in massive danger. Um, she also, of course, is going to want to stay close to her family because they already traveled to Greece, right? Does she? Do you know if she has any other family in, in the UK? Uh, no, she doesn't. I uh, my understanding as well is that her family are actually uh, her mum and dad are separated, and they live on different islands in Greece. So, um, yeah. Wow. I'm not okay. sure. Okay, so she's turning, she's putting him on an island too, I guess, just with her. Okay, so I mean, I would imagine then that the um, the uh, end end goal may be to snag him to go back to Greece or something like that at some point. Or oh no, I guess if he's got his no, because he wouldn't speak the language really, right? So they should probably stay here. But okay, um, so I think there's a family emergency. I think there's a family emergency, and it may be an all hands on deck situation. In other words, it might be time to sit down with your. Um, your mother and your father and, and anybody else. I'm sure there's other family members who are interested in your brother and his sort of future happiness and success and say, all right, uh, we have a problem. We have a pretty significant problem. And he's, he's, he's potentially, or at least we better bloody find out, insignificant risk here. Um, he doesn't see us anymore. He doesn't talk with us anymore. When you try talking to him, it's like he's not even there. She answers for him. She's clearly in control. She's running the show. He's kind of broken down, and this is not gonna is not gonna act well. Look, I mean, you, you know, you know how this kind of stuff works. We talk man to man here, right? You know how this kind of stuff works. Women will often try and break a man down a little, right? Just to see. What's that old Fiona Apple song? Um, I've been a bad, bad girl. I've broken the heart of an innocent man, and it's a sad, sad world when a girl will break a boy just because she can. Of course, she was a victim, I think, of rape. So, I mean, she's got some messed up stuff going on. But, but yeah, a woman will test a man to see if he's um, uh, breakable because she needs to feel secure that he's going to be able to protect her. And most women, if they try to break a man and he does sort of turn to putty in their hands, I guess like your, your brother's ex, will just maybe play around with him for a little while, but she's always looking for a more stable alpha to, to pair bond with, right? So, the woman who decides to really capture the prisoner, so to speak, 
she's going to have continually growing contempt for him. He's going to sense that contempt, but your brother's approach is to, because of your dad and your mom perhaps, your brother's approach is to appease contempt or anger with compliance, with obedience. Is that is that a fair thing to say? Yeah, I would say so, yeah. Right. So she is going to have growing contempt for his spinelessness, but she's also enjoying the power she has over him. So the the, the sort of mad joy she gets out of the power she has over him is at war with the contempt she's going to have for him, and the contempt is going to win out. The contempt is going to win out. And the biggest single predictor for the failure of a relationship is the emotion of contempt. That's just not, I'm not making that up. Like that's been studied fairly extensively. The contempt is the one emotion that relationships cannot survive in the long run. So it's not going to work out. The question is how much damage gets done to your brother before it doesn't work out. And to some degree, that's on you because he's obviously broken down, sexually hypnotized in the coochie cult or whatever you want to, <laughs> horrible phrase you want to you want to use for this. But it, it doesn't seem like he can see clearly at the time. And the question is, what are you guys what are you guys going to do about it? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, my original idea was to try and get him involved in our groups of friends, not necessarily with my mum and dad, but with my, my fiancé and I's uh, sort of friendship groups to invite him to more parties. Invite no, him to she'll more... block that. That won't work. She'll block that. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, that 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 was yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> to be honest, um, I'm obviously busy no, and that busy. that might have worked earlier, but at this point, she probably has such a hold over him that she would be able to block that fairly easily, or she would come and, out of fear of uh, upsetting her, then uh, he would simply fade into the woodwork, and and nobody would be interested or want to maintain a relationship with him. Yeah. Anything else? Um, I mean, I I'm going to visit him, like I said, uh, and and sort of try and I don't know um, rebuild our relationship. She'll block that too. I'm In afraid. Some... Yeah. Okay. Um, I've not got any other ideas. Right. I do. But you won't like them. Okay. Um, get her to a public place and have her reveal her to self, just like your dad did. Right. Ha. Be an alpha, go Can in you... there and say, what the hell are you doing to my brother? What's going on? He's barely talking to me. He's barely yeah. responding. He's barely available. What are you doing? And you don't back down and you don't relent. At some point, she's just going to hit the freaking roof. Because she's used to bullying, right? And and you're not bullying her, right? You're not being mean to her, calling her names, just saying, what the hell? How are you How am I supposed to get behind this relationship when you answer? Qu I ask my brother. I've known my brother for a quarter freaking century, woman. I ask him a question and you answer for him. Who the hell are you? You want to have anything to do with this family and you're interrupting my brother's responses to, to tell me what he would say? 
I've known him <laughs> a dozen times longer than you've known him. Who the hell are you to come between brothers? Mm. What are you doing? What the hell's going on? Now, you're not being abusive, right? Yeah. You're just being honest, right? Now, how's she going to handle that? Um, I suspect she would blame, you know, obviously external factors like COVID or, um, you know, lockdown or, you know, I'm not vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. No, then I would uh, say, okay, so what exactly, what variant of COVID causes you to answer my brother's, like when somebody asks my brother a question, what, what, is it the Delta variant that, that has you <laughs> respond on his behalf? What on earth are you bringing up COVID for? Is this what you do? Like you're called out on some weird or bad behavior on your part and you blame you blame the Wuhan virus? Is this your level of personal responsibility in life? Uh, yeah. I, 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 don't know. I don't know how she would react to that. Well, I mean, she would storm out. Yeah. And he would get up to go. And you would say, yeah. sit your ass down, little brother. You know how she's storming out? Does this look familiar to you at all? Does this strike a chord with you, my friend? My brother? Do you remember? Do, do you know anyone who you grew up with who blows up when confronted or when you speak the truth to? Do you know anyone? Just, you know, take a wild guess. And I'm really sorry that that happened to you. I'm really sorry that that happened to me. But my God, man, are you going to spend the rest of your life bowing down to brutal people? You're worth so much more than this. You are taking the treasure of your existence and sacrificing it on the altar of history, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. This is not the woman for you. This might be the woman for the Marquis de Sade, but it's not the woman for you. She can't take an honest confrontation. She gets up, she storms out. And now I know she's going to be texting you and she's going to be angry and manipulative and belittling and bitter. And my God, man, you've, you've entangled yourself with this woman because you moved in after six months and it's going to be a mess. But it's not marriage and it's not kids. Are you going to have your kids exposed to that? Don't you remember what it was like for you and I when we were growing up, my brother? Don't you remember the walking on eggshells? Don't you remember the fuming? Don't you remember mom sniffing and sighing around because she was angry but wouldn't tell us why? Don't you remember dad's purple face when he was yelling at us? Come on, man. we got to break the cycle. You can't have this woman raise your kids. Look at, look at how she behaves. I wasn't, I didn't call her names. I wasn't mean to her. I was honest and frank. And she gets up, she storms out, and she's probably just texting all this manipulative crap to you now. She's not coming back and saying, you know what? You have concerns. I don't agree with them. Let's talk it out. Do you know how much respect I would have for her if she did that? She came back. She said, you know what? I'm so sorry. I let my temper get the better of me. You're my boyfriend's brother. I'm angry at you. I think you're unfair. I think you're wrong. If, we're, if I'm going to go forward with you to brother, we're family. And I'm sorry I stormed out. 
That was wrong. So, let's go through it again. I have so much respect for her, I would bless your union. But we both know she's not coming back. We both know right now she's hyperventilating, she's probably having an anxiety attack, and she's trying to figure out every muscle she could move, including legs and neck, to get you back under control and to get you as far away from me as humanly possible. Well, bros before... Hmm, how does that... How does that end in the American slang? How does that end? Bros before something or other. Garden implements, if I remember rightly. But come on, man, this is... You don't want to live your life like this. You don't want to live your life like you never get to be a... Grow up from dad's temper or mom's passive aggression. You've gone to visit her family in Greece. She can't bring you to visit our family in the same damn country. You've gone down to Cornwall. You can't come to see us. I call you. It's like you're barely there. I can hear her in the background, man. I can hear her in the background. Feeding you answers, hovering over. What is she threatening with you? What's she bribing you with? Actually, don't tell me what she's bribing you with. I don't want to visit that. You're my, you're my little brother. I don't even want to picture that stuff. But she's got a hold of you in some manner. And, and, and. You have every right to be really angry at me, my brother, because... It's been two years, and I've been sitting on my thumbs. It's been two years. What I should have done is I should have done this. What is the old prison sentence? Two years less a day? I should have done this two years less a day ago. I should have stood in the doorway of the place you were moving her into and said, You shall not pass! Gandalf style. I should have been looking out for you. I mean, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. I hope it's better late than never. I hope it's not too late. But I'm telling you, man, if you go on with this woman, and listen, we'll keep chatting. I'm happy to sit here for another hour, see if she comes back and apologizes for storming out, or she can come back and demand that I apologize for what I said, whatever. But if she's confronted and she storms out and doesn't come back, you can't marry her. You can't do it. Obviously, you can, right? <laughs> You're a free will individual. But I'm telling you, man, it's it's absolute disaster. Like, absolute disaster. You're going to end up living in a car wondering why you're going to get up tomorrow. And you you could, and I know you want kids, so you could even make this decision for yourself, but you cannot make this decision for your future children. The woman you choose to be the mother of your children is the most important decision you will ever make in your life, and it's the one decision you will never be excused for getting wrong because it's the one decision that affects the purely innocent, which is the children. And you can't make this decision because she's pretty. And you can't make this decision because she's great in bed. And you can't make this decision because you're scared of her. You can't make this decision for any reason other than she's the very best woman that you can find to raise your children. That's the only thing that you can make that decision based on. I don't care if she's hot, pretty, sexy, suck a garden... Suck a golf ball through a garden hose. I don't care any of that. That's not any reason, any reason 
to get married, you cannot make the decision unless she is the very best woman to raise your children. Because you're going to bring those children into this relationship and they are not going to have any choice in the matter and they're going to have to live with the consequences of your decision and they're purely innocent. And I have messed up by leaving this too long and too late. And for that, I am eternally sorry and I'm eternally... I eternally will owe you. But if you have children with this woman. I don't just predict, but I guarantee that your life will become worse and worse and worse until you barely will want to live it anymore. And we got to figure out not just, in my view, how you get out, but why you got in and also why I failed to act and why mom failed to act and why dad failed to act because... As the youngest of the family, we're always interested in looking out for you and taking care of you. I can't believe they haven't noticed how different you've become since you got involved with this woman. But let me tell you, last thing I wanted to say, brother, bottom of my heart, I cannot tell you how much I miss you. I can't, I can't tell you how much. I mean, you're my brother. We grew up together. You're the single witness of my childhood that's going to last for my entire life. I miss you. I miss our laughs. I miss our talks. I miss our arguments. I miss our debates. I miss hanging out. I miss the easy familiarity of 25 years. I miss you so much. And I cannot like a woman who has kept us apart. I'm angry at her. I'm angry at you. I'm angry at myself. I'm angry at mom. I'm angry at dad. And I got to start acting on this anger. I miss you so much. It's it's breaking my heart. It's literally breaking my heart. And my concern is that if she wins and your life goes the way that I think it's going to go, which is down and down and down, I will miss you not just now, not next year, next month. I will miss you for the rest of your life because you will never, ever come back. And the brother I knew, the brother I loved, the brother I laughed with, the brother I learned with, he's never coming back. And I can't, I can't, I can't face a life without you as you were in it. And the guilt that I would feel would be immeasurable. So I'm just, stay with me, man. Stay with me and, and, and don't betray what your potential is for your future kids. Don't betray how you could be as a father. Don't betray how you could be as a husband. Don't let her win just because our parents weren't wise. Just stay with me. And we'll work it out. That's the sort of stuff that's cooking in my brain since I got the message. Tell me what you think. Yeah, I think it would be difficult to de deliver, but yeah, I think, it, I think it strikes the right note. Yeah, definitely. I mean, was there anything that I missed or anything? I mean, it seems to me that I, you really, really do miss your brother, right? But honestly, I wish I'd sort of written that speech myself. Yeah, uh, that, that is 100% exactly how I feel, yeah.
I'm just trying to read the tea leaves of your heart, right? Um, which is a bit of a grab bag, right? Because I can't even see you, but that's the sense that I get. That I mean, he's your only brother. He's your only sibling, right? Yeah. And you guys are like Batman and Robin, <laughs> and you listen. And of yeah. course, you're angry at a woman who's taking him from you, especially not just she's taking from you, but where she's dragging him too. But that's, yeah, the answer is, I mean, I, I've had these kinds of conflicts, and every single time, the most successful thing that I've ever done, and, and listen, I'm, not, I'm telling you, if it's legal to do where you are, and I think if it's in a public place, it probably is, but obviously check the laws, record it, not to publish it or anything like that, but record it so that, because your brother is going to go into fight or flight mode, he's going to go into, a, <laughs> I'm sorry, like, I don't mean to laugh, but here's the thing, right? So earlier with your mother, when your dad was yelling at you about the boat, your mother was like, oh, son, go and apologize to him. Why? Because you were the most reasonable person in the room, and so you lost, right? You were going to lose because you were going to be the most reasonable. You were the most reasonable, the most sensible. the most. So the only way that you to win is to stop being the most reasonable person in the room. And and reasonable by reasonable, I mean dishonest, fundamentally compliant, or oh, I'll take the bullet. Oh, I'll be the bigger person. Oh, I'll go and apologize or whatever, right? Because with this girlfriend, you've been kind of dancing around this stuff, right? And you've been more reasonable, and you know, well, maybe it just takes some time to get to know her, or maybe she don't, they do have valid excuses that they don't see as well. Just stop being reasonable. Reasonable to me is the opposite of honest, <laughs> if that makes any sense. And so. I mean, I'm not being reasonable with you because I could tell you any number of things that would make your life easier in the short run. Oh, it'll be fine. Oh, it'll turn around. Oh, you know, she's just, um, they're just getting used to each other and, you know, blah, blah, after COVID and all that, right? And that would all be, quote, reasonable, but it wouldn't conform to the evidence, at least that, that I got from you, as far as I see it. So this is the only thing. You've got to be the less, stop being reasonable. <laughs> stop being British, damn you. <laughs> stop, being, stop being reasonable. And in this way, if you're, honest with her, and again, I, I, I'm not trying to give you my speech. I'm trying my best to give you the speech that I think is in your heart. And so if what I said in the monologue is honest, then all you're doing is being honest with her. Thou shalt not bear false witness. You're being honest with her. And that's honesty is never abusive. Honesty is never abusive. And so if you're honest with her, which is the greatest virtue, then he gets to see how she reacts to honesty. And I, I say this to everyone, everyone who's listening. See how people react to you being honest. And if they hate you being honest, you have both a big problem and a big solution, which is keep being honest until you either break through or break up. That's what I did with my personal relationships when I really grasped this virtue, which I was older than you, uh, so don't feel bad. <laughs> I'm much older than you when I first got the hang of this. But I was just like, no, I'm just going to be relentlessly honest and see who likes it. I'm just going to be relentlessly honest and see who likes it. I'm not going to hide myself for the sake of other people's preferences. I'm not going to erase myself for the sake of other people's pathologies. I'm just going to be honest. And I shed the useless, I shed the useless and gained the beautiful in that process. And you might want to, you might want to, <laughs> I mean, with warning, you might want to bring your fiance so she gets to meet the new you, not the you who's kind of half appeasing your dad, but the you who's willing to stand up like hell 
to your brother. And uh, you'll get some good stuff that night, I'll tell you. There's your there's your carrot that I can't provide. <laughs> but no, yeah. it would be it would be an electric moment between you and your fiance, and uh, I guarantee you she'll fall in love with you all over again if she sees you standing up like that for your brother. And, and listen, don't we all want people who are going to stand up for us in that way and chase away the bad guys and show how much we care for them? Yeah. A potential plan? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And you would, record it, you would record it to play it back to your brother when he's not in full flight or fight or flight mechanism, because full fight or fight or flight mechanism, he's basically just having a panic attack and hating you because you're provoking a conflict he doesn't want to deal with, right? Yeah. So you need to provide to him, you know, because what? And then she's going to say, "Oh my God, he just abused me! Oh my God, he's so vicious!" And and then he's got the recording, and so he can listen back to it. So he can't, he can't be colored by the narcissist, right? Like it can't be. Re yeah. The script can't be rewritten. But, and again, don't do anything with it other than maybe share it with your brother. Again, assuming this is all legal. But that, uh, ma make sure you have, if at all possible, and e if you can't record, at least just write down exactly right afterwards what you said or, or whatever it is. Or, or say to him, what did I say? What did you hear me? Did you hear me call her any names? Did, you hear did I call her a bitch? Did I call her a manipulator? Did I call her evil? Did I call her abusive? Did I call her a cult leader? No. I just said honestly my experience and what I thought. And... Because she's going to attempt to rewrite this like crazy. And you're going to provide. And, and honestly, it's the kindest thing you can do for her as well. Because it's, she's going to keep doing. Most people, this is a sad truth about humanity. Most people just do what works. And this works for her. Whether it's going to work for her long run, well, probably not. But people don't think long run, although there wouldn't be any pathologies at all. So, yeah. Have it, have it stop working for her and maybe she can reevaluate. In the same way that you're having your dad's temper stop working for him, right? Just interfere with the machinery of what works for people, and then they can grow. Because otherwise, they'll just keep doing what works until they're dead. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Will you keep me posted? Uh, yeah, can do, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Good, good. Is there anything else you wanted to add at the conclusion of the chat? Uh, no, uh, I just want to say thanks very much, Stefan. It's been uh, very helpful. Yeah, it's been. Uh, yeah, tell me. Yeah, I mean, was it kind of what you expected? I mean, you said you got fifty percent of it, which is great. Uh, is is it sort of close to what you expected, or in terms of action, or or plans, or utility? Um, the solution was not what I expected. My mum, for example, in a in the past, yeah, my mum and dad are always like, "Oh, you, you can't, you know, maybe he's happy, blah blah. blah. You can't say anything, otherwise he'll just be, you know, whatever." Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, so so you know, I I like I like the approach because it is, it requires honesty, which apparently nobody else in my family is capable of, um, having. Right, right. I mean, your dad's honesty is that he's scared, not that he's angry, but he's not going to say that. And all you're doing is you're because you're not sleeping with her, she can get mad at you, and what do you care, right? And and she doesn't have any control over you, so you want to show your brother that she can get mad and people will survive because I think that's that's pretty important. And it probably will take more than one round and, you know, it's like not usually just pulling Velcro apart. But all right, I won't keep going when you've already got it. So, uh, well, thanks, everyone. And thank you so much for the caller. Uh, thanks, as always, to the magnificent James for setting these uh, great calls up and uh, 
thank you everyone so much for giving me the immense privilege and opportunity to do this wonderful philosophical work with people. It is a, an immense privilege. I take it enormously seriously and with great joy and dedication. And I thank you. I think my 15-year anniversary passed, and I barely even noticed it. But um, <laughs> So I, I really thank you. Freedomain.com forward slash donate if you would like to uh, help out with the show. I would, of course, really appreciate that, though it is certainly not necessary. It is definitely uh, beneficial and, and helpful to me. So freedomain.com forward slash donate. Don't forget to check out freedomain.locals.com bunch of podcasts are up there that never went out to the mainstream and they certainly usually go up there earlier so i hope you will check that out and have yourself a wonderful wonderful weekend everyone lots of love from here again i'll talk to you soon